Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast for September 13th, 2016. It's your dog, Dave. Find me on Twitter, at NumbBillsFan. And next to me, of course, Adam Deegan. That's right. That's right. Find me on Twitter, D. Check us out online at NumbBillsFan.com. We're on Instagram at NumbBillsFanPodcast. We're on Facebook at NumbBillsFan. Um... Definitely check that out. And we do a Facebook Live show every Wednesday, 7 p.m. on the Bills Fanatics Facebook page. If you don't know about Bills Fanatics, go look it up. Serious, real deal, up up to the up to date, you know, minute by minute Bills coverage. They're they're killing it. And we're so glad to be a part of what they're doing. Um, we're on like I said, Facebook Live every Wednesday at 7. Come interact, send us your questions, your opinions, your comments. Um, I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to have to eat some humble pie this week after the the Bills' offensive line stunk the joint up in in Baltimore, and uh, we also are now a part of an amazing podcast network. Dave, drop it on them. So we are part of Punch Drunk Sports. Uh, pretty much, Punch Drunk is a podcast at the moment, which is a general sports deal. Uh, Mickey Gall, who just won UFC. 203 fight against CM Punk's debut. Like, what a fucking joke. But, uh, <laughs> body that kid. Yeah, pretty ridiculous. But Mickey Gall appears on Punch Drunk Sports every now and then, along with some other guys. And it's Ari Shafir, Jason Tebow, or sorry. Yeah, I said it right. So, also, Sam Tripoli, all great comedians. So, follow them on Twitter at Punch Drunk. Oh, yeah. Top comedians, man. Very funny dudes. PunchDrunkSports.com. And we are the Buffalo Bills podcast for Punch Drunk Sports, the only one that will ever be there. So, hopefully, check them out. Also, you can find us, obviously, at NumbillsFan.com. But do not forget to add us on Snapchat. You'll see me in my personal life along oh, with yeah. my Bill's opinion, and Deacon's usually with me most of my life anyways. so Yeah, I follow you around pretty good. You know, I do some dumb shit along the way, and I have immediate <sighs> That's opinion. That's that I have immediate opinion and reaction where it's like, I wish I didn't have to wait to the podcast to get the raw emotion out. And not everybody's on Instagram because that's kind of a hassle, but we are very active on Instagram currently. So shoot us a follow there. We'll post some videos, permanent videos up there of dumb shit that we see as well. Also, do not forget, if you do not follow us or are friends with us on Facebook, we also do Facebook live videos all the time. Like I did a pregame, I did a halftime, and I did a postgame. All just, again, minute videos oh, yeah. if you want to see them, check them out. So. Now that it's regular season, it's on, man. We're going we're gonna to be on there making all types of dumbass content for you to look at. So check it out. Yeah, definitely. So right now we have uh, a guy... A guest, we should say. A very special guest, even. On the line with us. I'll rub his balls. Special guest, what up? Who's on the line, Dave? You'll rub what? Nah. 
All right, so with us is Nick Papagelis on the line from uh, the infamous Red Pencil Tailgate. Cheer. Cheer. <laughs> What's up, Nick? What's going on, guys? You know, pretending that we didn't just uh, call you up and uh, just punch us in and definitely not going to pre-record an intro after we're all done here. <laughs> so then we're going to splice it together <laughs> flawlessly. It's going to sound really good. <laughs> so That's good. Real quick, uh, our last podcast, number 76, if everybody's looking for a reaction to, um, you know, the Bills at the Ravens letdown, we could call that. Or yeah, the, the letdown, letdown is the nice way of saying that. Or, uh, uh, you know. The snooze fest, the bitch slapping, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'll call it any of those. So what were your takeaways from, from the game for yourself? I, I thought, I mean, the big thing for me is I thought both lines came out soft. Like, our line just got blown up. Our D-line didn't get any push, and they ran on us. It just looked brutal. It seemed like the protection was not there. And then, you know, when we podcasted, podcasted yesterday, just things were coming in on Twitter immediately while we were podcasting that, Tyrod Taylor had a lot of throws that he could have made if he would have just read the defense for a second more. And it seems it seems like the common theme, you know, we had a solution. Like, the biggest problem was, I think, that if you don't have protection, that means you can't make adjustments, right? That means you're not exactly. having time to make adjustments. Yeah, everybody, everybody's big thing on Tyrod is he doesn't throw his receivers open. He throws when they're open. But you can't do any of that when you're getting hit on your two-step drop. He had the least amount of time in the NFL last week. He was right below, I want to say fifth. He was like like a 4.0 to a 4.5. Lowest in the NFL for week one. Just getting crushed. Everybody wants to know, Tyra Taylor's going to win it. Tom Brady couldn't win with Buffalo last week. It was just brutal and you know what people forget too is we were kind of harassing the offensive line after week one last year and it took them a few games and then before you know it by by week eight we're like you know this offensive line is great and is richie incognito in the conversation to be something special this year you know we didn't know what we had um exactly i actually thought kwanjo did some decent shit out there i don't think he looked that bad no i think gronk looks terrible but that's why he's Gonna be working at Wegmans this week instead of for the Bills. I mean, I think that, I heard they took him out the second half. He didn't even see him. Really? But, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, the Bills' offense is meant to run the ball, and they weren't doing any of that. I mean, Shady was doing everything he could to get two yards. And Reggie Bush. He, Reggie Bush looked like he should be cut instead of Gronk. He just looked scared and old. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Bills are a running team. They couldn't run the ball. The run sets up the pass. They couldn't do any of that. If they can get the calls in quicker, then, you know, Chris Brown was on the Murphy podcast and, or Murphy show, and, and he mentioned that, uh, you know, he's paying attention to when the Bills are getting rid of the ball or getting, getting set, and there was about eight, nine seconds left on the play call or on the play clock left, and he's like, you know, I was watching the Ravens, and Joe Flacco has like 18, 19 seconds, and long story short, because we covered this in Podcast 76 yesterday, um, you know, really, we can bitch all we want about everything, 
But if Tyrod Taylor, if he's not getting to play and he cannot have a chance to read the defense like all the great quarterbacks in this quarterback league do, then yeah. you're kind of left for dead. So, so not for nothing. These calls, if they come in faster and they're getting off to plays with even or, or getting set with even 15 seconds left, that leaves yeah. ample opportunity to 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 start a conversation about why didn't you hit Sammy Watkins deep? Why didn't you go through this progression? How did the offensive line not adjust to that? Now we can really yeah. talk about that. But without step A being executed, it, it almost seems like it's or it's not worthwhile to even take in that. Hey, what happened to Sammy? Hey, what happened to so and so? Hey, you know, like the line didn't oh, happen, exactly. and that comes from the coaching staff. What's going on here? Yeah, I, I completely agree because it always looks like they're hurrying to the line, and you can see like like a defense stats one side, like why are they still running there? And then it's it's second and fourteen instead of second and eight even, and it's just oh, it's frustrating to see. It's week one, I mean, but they also didn't. Usually, you see a preseason team like the third preseason game. They always say the starters are going to play a quarter to the first half, and they didn't do that. And I feel like. That might be part of the cause. They didn't get that, that test run of how quick can we get this in? How quick can we, uh, you know, run these plays? And it, uh, it just looked bad on all fronts. Defense looked good. I mean, good ish. Duke, Duke Williams is a little too, uh, sick to be trying to cover Mike Wallace, but. Hey, I feel like they were waiting for that, that matchup all day. They're waiting. Oh, yeah. and, 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 and do, you know, now it's, and Mike Wallace is celebrating a little bit too hard for being a waiver wire signs for most teams the past four years. Like, dude, you could be bagging groceries right now if you didn't get lucky <laughs> with Baltimore. Yeah, right? Especially when they said he was overweight and out of shape recently and just talking all that shit, yeah. you know? Speaking of that, Roscoe Parrish followed us back on, uh, speaking of fast guys, Roscoe Parrish followed us back on uh, our Instagram. So shout out to Roscoe Parrish. So, yeah, anytime oh, you want to come Roscoe on. Roscoe is my dude. Yeah, dude. We've been trying to replace I, Roscoe Parrish forever. Yo, I, I, made some nice, so, I made some nice touchdowns on Madden with, with Roscoe Parrish back in the day. Quick Roscoe story from the tailgate. You know the guy, Jamie, he was at the Patriots game. Bill Sims was making fun of him when he fell asleep over the waving a little noisemaker. Uh-huh. Uh, so he used to come up Saturdays and go get drunk as hell on Saturday night, and always wind up at the strip club. And at, like, midnight to 2, McGahee and Parrish were there constantly, every week, same club, always there. Saturday night, game. Boys, they're just in the strip club <laughs> before a game. So where was Adam Jones? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, just, just wondering. Hey, Nick, whatever the fuck. More importantly, where was Adam Deacon? Nick, whatever the fuck you're doing, you gotta like keep that headphone jack fucking still, or I'd kill myself. You're popping over here, dog. Um, oh, uh, it's probably the wind. My bad. Oh, it's all right. It is the wind, but you're kind of you're kind of cracking a little bit, and I don't want people to get mad at me and punch me in the face. You know they can't find me at the Red Pencil Tailgate because I'll be in Bill's <laughs> camouflage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? Let's let's stop talking about the, the, this, this that, that. shit, awful, terrible, disastrous Ravens game. We got our home opener coming up, and I'm really excited. Yeah, what are you looking at, Nick? What do they got to do, you know, 
What? We're already on the game, and obviously we're going to start the day out at the tailgate, but what do you what do you got before we get totally deep into the tailgate? How are the Bills going to beat the Jets, in your opinion? Uh, I think the same way they beat them last year. Pressure fits, run the ball. I mean, that's a, that's a tough defense that they're playing. Just pressure fits, get him to make the dumb throws. Like, if it's make good throws as he makes, he throws a pick. So, pressure him. Uh, Revis Island isn't exactly Revis Island anymore. Uh, he's good. He's not great. Sammy has good games against him. Just give him a couple Vicodins and tell him to go step on the field. He's 24. He can't be in that much pain. Hey, he says he says he's going to be ready to go. That's what he said. So, that's, that's sounded good. I mean... Rex Ryan basically called him soft if he wasn't going to play this week, so he don't have a choice. Yeah, he, he pretty much dismisses our guy. I guess it's uh, news to me, but, I mean, common deal is is with this injury, that is a common thing where guys have to learn how to play with the pain. And, and, and you know, it's kind of weird because we kind of look at these players, oh, well, they just had to get surgery. No big deal. And it's like, motherfucker, if I had to go under the knife and then listen to you assholes on Instagram, I would be so pissed. You know what I mean? Like reading the comments on my Twitter, my social media, then I'm soft. I'm sure he got a lot of that. Right. And I mean, mean, yeah, I love Rex. Don't get me wrong. But he's in no position to be calling anyone soft because I seen him against the Ravens the other day. And he's back up to like a full, like, busty C cup. So... You want to talk about hey, soft. That's a tough Rex I, I, I like from the, the Hard Knocks days. That's a big mouth I like to see, but, but yeah. not for nothing. I, I want Fat Rex the entire time. Right? He looks scared, though, in his press conference. Our buddy Dave Larson texted me, and he goes, he goes, man, Rex looks, Rex looks shook in his press conference. And, and he looked a lot different, and it almost makes you wonder if maybe he really is nervous about his job. Or if he's just that furious with his team. Because you have Greg Roman, who we back. We can't have this shit happen again where we keep flipping the sides of the ball, what's going to be good and what's not. And that said, I, I really think that Fitzpatrick is not Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, people can hate on him all they want. He's a quiet kid. He makes some really hard throws. And yeah, he, he's his that, ball he's placement, that sleeper I quarterback. Is, I think his ball placement is money. And, you know, he might be a little, to some people, overrated, but I would take Joe Flacco over an Eli Manning any day of the week. Oh, without a doubt. That's uh, a, I don't know about you, Nick. I don't know. You don't got to yeah, agree. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco has a ring. He carried that Ravens team. That Ravens team was a defense and him. They, they had uh, Ray Rice when he wasn't choking his wife out, but, I mean, he How do you know he playoffs. wasn't choking his wife out at the time? I bet you he was. He just wasn't caught yet. No, that's absolutely. During the game, they have cameras. You can't choke her out then. Okay. I tell yeah. you what, I see, I've seen so many women in a Ray Rice jersey. I'm like, that's a down chick right there. You can get a little mad at her, and you know you ain't going to prison with her. But I have buddies with like anger issues. I'm like, talk to that girl in the Ray Rice jersey. She's got your back. Yeah, that's the girl you just bring to the bar yeah. to to get invites for you. Yeah, <laughs> like, she'll, she'll, she'll take, don't mess with my man. That's right. She's got a hell of a left hook. Yeah, that's right. 
Jesus Christ, what's going on right now? Oh, oh man. <laughs> well, right, I, need couple, listens, I need a couple of those in my life. I don't condone violence against women. It's just a good joke. Hey, you don't got to defend yourself. We never said we're, we don't filter anything. I'm, I'm definitely not packing green shit into a pipe right now. Ew. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for real, damn hippies, um, this jets game again, the first thing I looked at with that Ravens game is, okay, now we have the problem, which is three and outs. And that's the same problem we had last year. And I think the training camp reps, I think it's going to take this team a few, few games on offense to get in the groove. But Rex countered that by saying, hey, not for nothing, the defense was fine. And I think that was a way for him to to really call out Greg Roman in a way of, like, get your fucking shit together or it's about to get – I think, I think Roman it Roman owned it, man. Roman, Roman said, you know, it's on him. So – a lot of people tend to agree, and I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to burn the barn down about it. Nick, what's the craziest shit you've seen so far? Are you one of the many that's like on in, in the fire Rex camp, or this season can't go this way, or I'm selling my tickets because uh, I don't know if you caught a report, but ninety percent of Bills Mafia found new teams. Thank God. Yeah, so, yeah. A um, lot of knee jerk reactions you know, to this you know, loss, the- man. Yeah. All the douchers that are in your way when you're trying to park at the game, now you should have easier sailing on Thursday to get your tailgate set up, you know? Oh, my God. Is, is anybody, I've had tickets since 92. I was six years old when we first got our seats. The first playoff game I went to was the greatest comeback ever game. It was Frank Rice. Come on, really? Fuck yeah. it's, it's, swear to God. It's kinda, I was six years old. I was crying at halftime. We took a bus out of Lockport. So my dad's like, well, you never know how many playoff games you're going to see. Let's stay through it. And uh, yeah, we saw the whole thing. It was amazing. We got we had our two tickets to get together, and Frank Reich autographed it. But uh, no, I mean the Bills are going to lose. They're they're not going to go sixteen and zero. Ravens are a better team. I mean, how many times the Bills beat the Bears, and we thought we were going to the Super Bowl? They didn't make a playoff. The Bills won. They both beat the Chiefs forty-one to thirteen a few years ago. Super Bowl? No, it's not a big deal. I rather them figure stuff out before trying to figure. this trying to win the season. I'd rather them get hot at the end of the year than get hot at the beginning of the year. Exactly. And that's what we haven't seen in Buffalo in a long time. Um I can't agree more. Yeah, they every year we've been hot at the beginning of the year and then crapped out down the end. It's time if we go oh the last time the Bills had a chance at the playoffs was oh four and uh they started oh four that year. And then won a bunch of games. I remember they were a hot team in football. Shane Matthews was getting playing time. They were so good. My freshman year of college, so that's how long ago that was. It's crazy. You've been to all the epic shit, pretty much. So, all right, let's go there, man. You got this tailgate set up. What's the scene? I think it's the hottest tailgate in the world. And, by the way, breaking news, C.J. Spiller just got cut from the Saints. C.J. Spiller got cut? Yeah, I yeah, hope the man. Bills bring him in. Yeah, I kind of do, too. <laughs> Hey, you know why? Are people, it, are people wanting him to come back or people who didn't throw out his jersey yet? Or they got their hat autographed by him and took many pictures yeah. of it and posted on Instagram at training camp at 30 years old. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> or I they bought a Percy Harvin. Are you, are you hoping Percy Harvin comes back like me? Did you buy a Harvin jersey? I didn't buy a Harvin jersey. I just wanted him to come back because uh, he uh, is awesome. He's a UF guy. My, my best friend went to UF, so I... I I got in the download route for them, but nice. 
<laughs> so what's up with but, your tailgate? I think your I think your tailgate is the hottest shit ever because let's be real here, man. I love the people I've tailgated with in the past. No disrespect to them, but it don't touch Red Pinto because you just have like when you go to Red Pinto tailgate, you think it reminds me of NFL films. It reminds me of being a kid, put on ESPN, and hearing the dude with the crazy narration. And it, and it sounded like a war battle. And when I go to your tailgate, you know, you got dude over there with the mohawk who's pretty huge. I forgot his name. I'm sorry I'm bad at this. Yep. And, you know, you see him in his younger days. You see you in your younger days. You see your dad in, your, in, in, in his younger days. You know, your whole family. And it's just, you know, what, over 30 years of this? How many years is it? Uh, it's getting close to 30. I think he, he officially started in 88. Okay. Dad and I came over in '93, the, our second year with tickets. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, it's been forever." I mean, it's the amazing amount of people have come over. Um, well, just to explain for everybody who doesn't know, you can follow us on at Pinto Tailgate. Yep. We uh, we cook cook on the hood of a 1984 Pinto. Yeah. Chicken wings, chicken wings, and a World War II Army helmet. Taking on a saw, grilled cheese, and burgers on a rake. We do stir fry in a hubcap, potatoes in a hubcap, hot dogs, do uh, eggs, pancakes on a shovel. This is all on the hood. No, there's no fire underneath. It's just charcoal on top of the hood. We do uh, speedy skewers, like little cuts of meat on screwdrivers on a old my dad's old toolbox, our old mailbox from our house. He cooked uh, Caribbean jerk chicken. Uh, my old man, Pete. He cooked uh, the best pizza you ever have out of a filing cabinet, as well as yeah, uh, baked potatoes. That pizza is fucking killer. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, if anybody listening, it's a shout-out. He uh, grew up at Nurchie's Pizza in Binghamton, if anybody's from that area. Uh, Nurchie's like good family friends in ours. They taught him how to make pizza years ago. What is, what is their name? Nurchie's, N-I-R-C-H-I. Cool, cool. Very good family friends. If you go to Binghamton, it's like the Tahoe's of Binghamton. Come like on. Everybody, when they, they have a couple couple cocktails, they go to their juice for pizza at night. It's amazing the quality of the food that comes out of there. And, and I don't want to give away the secret, but if you kind of stand there long enough, I, I just feel bad because I just want to, like, dive over the back of the car, down the windshield, <laughs> and just, like, fucking bounce with the chicken wings. Like... <laughs> Like, really, just, I just want to Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders my way the fuck out of there. And just, when I, you know. When I used to cook the chicken wings, I was like, here, if you want to eat them all, get there quick. Now, Mark, he's a little older. I mean, I, I did it from, like, age 14 to 16. So I didn't care. But Mark, he's like, ah, oh, get one for everyone. So everybody gets one chicken wing. Because we only have so much, and there's so many people that come. But the sauce is easy. It's not even a secret. Two sticks of butter and a bottle of Frank's Red Hot. Melt it all together. Easiest wing sauce you can make. And it's delicious. What about the uh, the bowling shots? Those are legendary. Oh, bowling ball shots. Yeah, the infamous bowling ball shots. It's uh, a shot of Wishnuka. It's a 100-proof cherry liqueur. We take out the thumb hole of a bowling ball. Uh, you drink, you drink, drink the ball. That's right. You get the thumb hole straight up, or you got to do a penalty shot, which is just a double shot. Uh, pick everything up, blow the horn. Uh, no reason why somebody had a horn, somebody should drop it. No idea how this stuff starts. But, yeah, I mean, the bowling ball is famous. We got shut down. So we used to be in lot one, like, which is the parking lot right to the right if you're looking at the field house. Right. 
And when Goodell took over, I want to say it was 08, 09, the, uh, Roger Goodell's personal security came in, watched it, and then goes, shut it down or I'm arresting everybody. Boo. And, uh, Boo. We had, we had the bowling ball shut down. We weren't allowed to get bowling ball shots out anymore. It was a complete just mess. We had, it was really nice. We had a nice article written by Tim Graham when he worked for ESPN, just detailing everything. He wrote another article when we moved to Hammerlot. Uh, yeah, Hammerlot's where we park now. It's going on Abbott Road right next to the chiropractor. Look for the orange sign that says Hammer. That's where we are now. I would give my left nut to have a guaranteed spot near you guys just so I didn't have to walk so far because I, I, I kind of cheap out. I park, I park right there on 20A. Um, right near the exit, but we pass everybody. Hey, it's it's Hammer, worth the walk. We we make it. We get down there. Hammer is opening up at one. I bet you by one. I bet you by two o'clock he's full. Oh, I bet too. We're actually going to leave Rochester at two. Um, yeah, he's probably he'll probably be full by then. So what part, you, I mean, oops. I was going to say it's just how much his lot's blown up, and he's been so good to us. Uh, Kenny's son, Pinto Ron's son, we had his bachelor party and. Uh, right at the tailgate spot, and uh, he's nothing but good. Took care of everything for us. He's gonna let me camp out there, but it happened to be forty degrees on May fifteenth. But yeah, great guy. Do you Take guys do anything crazy on the field or anything behind the tailgate? I always wondered that. That field? Yeah, like do you guys uh, ever go like have like a drunken softball game? So we, there's been talk of having a kickball game. I, I hope it happens because I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to play kickball now. My wife loves it. Oh, kickball game between my us girlfriend and, uh, loves it super, too. Yeah, the super fans, you know, uh, like Bill's foot, the uh, Fred Bill Stone guy, like all that have a you know, charity kickball game. So we haven't worked out the beach for it, but that'd be that'd be a lot of fun, especially if we do it in the snow. Oh, we'll promote oh. we'll promote it. Come on, anytime. I mean, honestly. I know you got to. I know you got to bounce soon, but um, in a minute. But really, for real, if you need, you know, we're hoping to regularly check in with you to see, especially I, before hey, every I home have, game. You know, I have no problem. I mean, I look like a tool right now. Everybody's looking at me, just talking on my phone while they're just drinking beers. What a, whatever, whatever. <laughs> You're gonna. Oh, hey. Whenever you want me to call in, I'm more than happy. When you throw the best fucking party in the in the NFL, like. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to roll up to your tailgate with a bounce house. Fuck everybody. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like That would be awesome. Th- that's what I'm, that's like, what I'm saying. I- I've thought about having like a numb Bills fan tailgate just-, just to do the ridiculous shit. Like I've always wanted to have like a Madden tournament that lasts. Maybe gamble. I don't know. Just saying. But I'm not gambling. I'm gonna- I just get the rake. Yeah. Hey, we could do DK GoPro, do a whole like live like shot of everything. You there. should go pro right off the top of the van that you stand on and, and rile up the crowd. Like if if anybody has been to Red Pinto, Nick is pretty much a get party started guy, and he's got my, uh, his, and he's I, got his other friends that get blocked on Twitter by all the Bills players. <laughs> Greg Obama. That's, that's like a goal. How many we can get? Yeah, Greg. Like <laughs> Greg Obama. If you're a Bills player and you haven't blocked him yet. You haven't screwed up enough on the field yet. Yo, <laughs> hey, your favorite porn star actually blocked me. I, like num Bills fan, yeah. No, I, I was like, I thought I'm friends with her because I'm friends with her on my personal profile years back because I followed all the Bills yeah. people, and I was like trying to show my friend Jeff. I was like, yeah, dude, remember her? And he's like, oh wait, I'm like, oh, wait, blocked. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, I don't know what I did. I'm nice. Oh, uh, Jeff, 
Jess Craven. She's, oh, man. All right, dog. Well, <laughs> what else you got on your tailgate, man? Like, what do you? What time are you going to be set up, ready to go? Uh, well, my day, I got to bring my shit to in for a haircut at seven a.m. because my wife wants to screw me over. So <laughs> of all <laughs> of all days, honey. Of all days, yeah. Tell her I said so hello. I by the, the way, after I take the dog, and we'll probably probably leave around probably eleven thirty, so we can get there. So we can park in a lot and. But, uh, yeah, we'll be there at 1. We'll start it up. Probably pretty busy. Get the grills going. Kenny's got, I feel like Kenny's got a magazine shoot he's got to do for Vice Magazine. Oh, I love Vice. I thought, I thought, he says Vice Magazine's coming by or something. That's dope. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Well, we'll probably, I, I plan on immediately, I didn't get to come by during uh, the preseason, but. I plan on immediately going right there and hanging out. Uh, it's yeah, just my favorite spot. Preseason, we got rained on, so that sucked. And then I think the other one, we just got really drunk. Preseason's like the only time I get Right. I mean, regular season, you got to watch the game. That's why I try to tell people, like, this is crazy, but, like, I'll have three beers. I'll have a lot of tequila when Ryan DeSean from uh, Dorado comes by. It's just so good. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I stumble. I can walk in. I can know the whole game. And preseason, though, preseason, I walk out of the game asking if we won or not. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a bore, but I like to check out different seats. That's kind of the yeah. cool about preseason. And you can go behind the bench and hack all the crap out of them. Yeah, and and it's funny because like the diehard fans, the alleged alleged fans who sit behind you and don't know what the hell's going on after they look up yeah. and play from their phone. And they're like, yeah. I can't believe they tried the same thing again. It's like, no, actually they didn't. But okay. Yeah. And you know, dude, I almost got in a fight with the kid behind me. This, and I'm not, I'm not violent at all. Like I'm just a mad Italian. And it's like talking all this shit. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You know, over a Bills game. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude. Yeah. It's. It's. My, dumb. my biggest thing is when, when somebody says like, oh, we beat your ass. Like, dude, I haven't stepped on the football field since I was in college. I'm 30 years old now. Like, you haven't stepped on the field since Pee Wee when your mom signed you up. Like, don't, no, your team won. Good for you. Let's go have a beer. I don't care. I hate them. Like, Boston fans are the worst with that. Especially the Patriots fans that have been fans since Brady. You know, it's dude. like, stop. I remember when Brady Even, was a darling, and it was cute. But it's not now. <laughs> oh, dude, with the, Brady's first year, the Bills had... Alex Van Pelt, like quarterback, and we took them to overtime, and they won on like a weird rule where the guy fumbled, but he was out of bounds already. And every Patriots fan, yeah, we kicked the shit out of Buffalo. Like, dude, we're one in the world right now. You guys are Super Bowl bound and talking shit like that. Like, come on. Right. It, it, it's it's <laughs> it seems like with the Bills, there's always a story, but we always try to spin it decently positive. Um, so. Was wondering, um, yes. three o'clock is that a good Very. time for people to get there? What are you looking for? Three o'clock's fine. Uh, so eleven thirty is how we gauge when we do catch up. Mm-hmm. That's the big ceremony. Um, the catch up when you say it over a podcast is we get in a van, we yell, and then we play a guy with catch up. The catch up <laughs> thing is legendary, and if you haven't seen it, we have a YouTube video for the Cincinnati Bengals preview where you're actually in it. 
And we'll throw the clip up yeah. on, on we're our gonna, Instagram soon. Actually, yeah, we're gonna try to yeah. we're gonna try to get on Facebook Live out there Thursday if we can get the sig if we can get a nice signal. We're gonna try to get get live on Facebook for a little. Yeah, bit. man. So we'll we'll definitely yeah. have you come on. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at Nick Pep Twelve. Uh, you can also find me at, at Pinto Tailgate. That's our that's our Pinto one. Yep. Uh, be sure to give us a follow if you guys have it. You can give me a follow if you want. I usually talk shit about people and. I, when the Bills are losing, I, I talk shit about a Bills fan. So sorry if you already blocked me. That's all right, man. Well, <laughs> thanks, Nick. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you Thursday, bud. Definitely, definitely. Let me know what you want to do after again. This is fun. Awesome, dude. Thanks. Hey, see you, bud. Yeah, bud. Hey, well, there you have it. So, yeah, Nick's such a good dude. Yeah, he's always a fun time. I, I love talking to Nick. I mean, he's just the biggest ball buster on the planet. When I, I see him, we're always talking shit about something. I mean, I don't know if I like him because I, when I met him, I had just sucked a bunch of liquor out of a bowling ball. I don't know, but <laughs> well, there's pretty much that's 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 the history of what we got going on with the Red Pencil Tailgate. Yo, I'm so pumped to get back out there and party with those guys this Thursday. And if you're listening and you're gonna be at the game, come down to Hammer's Lot. Come hang with us, Dave and Adam. Come hang with us. Yeah, say hi. Say what up. Be like, hey, I hate your podcast. <laughs> Whatever, we don't give a shit. We're still, we're still cool dudes. Like, you don't have to like the show. We're not. We're not. But look, we we'll play allow- cool dudes on on Facebook Live. So I'll tell you what, we'll allow you to give us presents. All right, I like Starbucks. I think that's cool. Usually, I get my iced coffee with toffee nut and light cream. Light cream, not light cream, but light on the cream. And if it's light on the cream and light cream, I guess, you know, it's pretty cool, too. Yeah, no one cares about your coffee, Dave. Pretty much. So, Bruce Smith, he's having his jersey retired at halftime. Might be my favorite Bills player of all time. What a monster. Thurman Thomas is up there, though, man. Squirman Thurman. That was my dog. If I had to pick one from both sides of the ball, though, that's it. Those are, those are my two favorite Bills of all time. I will say the one thing I hate is the Bills played. Uh, it seems like the Bills seem to blow it during these big ass presentations. You know, I believe on Bill Polling accepted, you know, some shit for uh, the Bills as well being on the wall, the Wall of Fame. I believe the Bills lost that game. Also, when the Bagulas were announced owners, they played San Diego, lost that game couple years ago and uh i just hope this isn't repeating the pattern because everybody gets so hyped up and you know coming off this ravens game as we talked earlier it's pretty deflating but i will say i think um you know this jets team i think could be for real if you consider that nick folk missed an extra point and yeah that that that's what fucked him up against the Bengals. i mean but the Bengals were a hot team last year man so I don't. I don't like being that dude who sits here and like dwells on like teams like records. Like I just want this season to play out, man. Because I didn't. I didn't treat it. I didn't think the Ravens were trash because of their their record last year. Because like I I understood the circumstances. They had a ton of injuries at, at, with really key players at really key positions. So exactly, and and at the same time, I didn't. I didn't expect that to be an easy game. I expected the Bills to win. I thought the Bills had the Ravens, but. I expected it to be a close game. I expected it to be a tight game, and 
like I said on our last podcast, that game could have gone gone to the Bills on any given play. You know, Darby could have grabbed that interception that went through his hands, walked it into the end zone, the Bills would have won that game. Again, you know, you got a situation with the Jets versus the Bengals. Folk misses the extra point. They lose by one. That doesn't look good for them, you know? And, and Darrell Revis, I mean, Darrell Revis got beat, but don't forget... He had off-season surgery, and they're saying he's out of shape from surgery. At least yeah, that's, that, that's the headlines report. on Bleacher Report. And uh, AJ Green lit him up. Okay, well, fantasy football players. Yeah, AJ I mean, Green might have been a little bit deeper. You can't. You can't really take it out on a guy for like having a rough game against a receiver like AJ right. Green. It's, it's it's not like he got beat up by you know Mike Wallace. And nothing against Mike Wallace. He's a he's a fast receiver, but you know, it's it's a whole different league of matchups than this, you know, Duke Williams and and Mike Wallace thing that everyone's belly aching on on our you know, our side of the line over here. So here's the here's the thing though, is the, the, the Jets had a lot of sacks and it's they got they got a tough you know, front seven, man. They, they, they sacked Dalton five times by halftime, 16 to 13 and a half. I mean, are you kidding me? That's the, the Bills or, or the Jets kind of ended the game like we've seen the Bills end the game where any tight game, they find a way to, to lose it, it seems. It, it, as far as being a Bills fan lately, it seems like they can't pull out these close these close games and, that was a theme we had, especially with. I don't even have to say it. It happens all the time. The the Bills for me have to be up like thirty two points in the fourth quarter with four minutes left, and I might think unless they're playing the Patriots, all right, we got this wrapped up, you know. So I think the Bills will have the Jets number. I am the eternal optimist, and I can always talk myself into a way to find a team win. We can find a way to, to, to talk the team into losing very easily. But if I'm going to say the team is going to win, well, hopefully Greg Roman gets these plays in. We see Tyrod Taylor set with at least 14 seconds left, 15 seconds left on the play clock. I don't know what's ideal. I'm just some homer here in front of a microphone dumb enough to put this shit on the internet. So, for real... Well, that sucks. I'm I'm super awesome over here on my microphone. Mm-hmm. And for real, that I belong on the internet with all the rest of the awesome people. You're so awesome. Everyone on the internet's awesome, dog. Haven't you ever been on the internet? What's the internet? So if Tyra Taylor can get it's that the... place where everyone thinks Rex Ryan should lose his job. Oh, that part where they're like, "Where's Sammy Watkins?" Where's Charles Clay? Where's so-and-so? Guess what? If the Buffalo Bills don't get the playing time, we're going to have more three and outs. We're going to have less adjustments, and we're going to be throwing more shit at the TV. We're going to be kicking over whatever table you want to flip. Whatever you do, to you know, you're just going to go mow your lawn. Good thing you have your Sundays opened up, you know, if they lose at the Jets. Can't wait to see the Bills family doing their thing after this loss. And if they do win, I should say this loss, not to be negative, but if they do win, who really knows what's going to happen? I, I I need to see Tyrod Taylor progress and this offense really keep it together. 
We brought this offensive line back. Let's start playing like it. I don't think Quandra was that bad. I mean, and, and I hate to say that bad, and, and it's only because he's been, quote-unquote, disappointing for a second-round pick so far. He's just taken longer to develop. This team needs to stay on the field offensively. They need to put up points. Ryan Fitzpatrick, make him throw the ball far. Make him throw the ball far because Rex Ryan always does a great job with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He always does. We've watched Ryan Fitzpatrick when he was here with the Bills melt down against the Jets. Really melt down against the Jets. So that was a really good Jets team, though. Right. At the same time, the Bills beat the Jets both times last year. So it, that wasn't you, such a great Jets team. At the same time, well, it, had, well, no, it, no, had, Fitz, it had all the same guys on that D-line. Right. Well, Fitz, Fitz had a, a nice season with uh, Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. Like they, they did have like a passing game thing going on that was pretty fucking solid. I can't, I can't hate on it, but you know something else Bills fans can relate to. They had a hard time sealing the deal. They had a hard time finishing these games. It seems like the common theme. And then here we go. Fitzpatrick is left with uh, not much time left to bring the team back to win. So that's what happened last week. And, uh, you know, hopefully we we really work these jets and we get a victory. And don't forget, check out Red Pencil Tailgate. We are all done here. Thank you for listening. And shout out to uh, everybody at Bills Fanatics and Bills Mafia and Obviously, the Red Pencil Tailgate. Check it out. Follow them on Twitter at Red or it's at, at Pinto Tailgate. Pinto Tailgate. Follow us on Twitter. What's your Twitter, Dave? Numb Bills fan. I'm Numb Bills Adam D. You can find us both and our colleague Scott Campbell, Scott Campbell13 on Twitter at numbillsfan.com. We got Scott on the team now writing articles for us. We got some, some, uh, you know, new stuff about to drop later tonight. So Yeah, and if you don't know, you have to it. check numbillsfan.com periodically. Scott just did a uh, an article about a, a, a recap and looking ahead, and his title is Our Pets' Heads Have Not Fallen Off Yet. Bills fans after week one. So there you go. He also lays out some keys to the game. And follow Scott at ScottCampBell13. And as he says, just win, baby. So we are signing out. Don't forget, we are part of PunchDrunkSports.com. Don't forget, we are also Facebook Live in Wednesday, 7 p.m. So come interact with us. Talk some shit. Talk some smack. We want to hear it. Try to troll me. I dare you. Yeah. I would love to take it on. And you will, eventually, you will eventually get me to crack and just lose my mind. I can only hold it together for so long. So... NumBillsFan.com and shout out to Bills Fanatics Network. That's where we'll be tomorrow. Bills Fanatics on Facebook. Follow us on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook Live. Check our Facebook Live or personal Facebook Live as well as much as possible and Instagram. Have a good one. I am out. See ya.